Welcome to Gardening with Cisco on February 22nd already. Cisco and Mary are leading a tour to Morocco and southern France, and they're having a great time. I'm Nita Jo Roundtree, and I'm a speaker and the lecture chair for, um, are we, are we on? All right, we're, 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 con- we're carrying on here. Sorry about the interruption. I am a speaker and a lecture chair for the Bellevue Botanical Garden, and I have a book out called Growing Roses in the Pacific Northwest, in large part thanks to my guest today. But speaking of roses, I'm teaching a rose class at the Bellevue Botanical Garden on March the 5th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. called Everything Roses. Also at the BBG, we're having an evening with Cisco on Tuesday, March the 10th at 6 p.m. with hors d'oeuvres, wine, stories by Cisco, and he'll be signing his new book named Oh La La. I've been reading his book, and since Cisco and I have known each other for such a long time, I thought I would have already heard all the stories in his book. However, there are actually some stories that even I haven't heard. It's pure charm and pure Cisco. You can sign up for both the Rose class and the Cisco event at www.bellevuebotanical.org. And since I'm also on the Heronswood Steering Committee, I want to let you know that on March 7th, there will be a Hellebores and More plant sale from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Heronswood in Kingston on the Kitsap Peninsula. There will be plants for sale and a free lecture at 11 a.m. And if you've never been to Heronswood, you really need to go. There's more information on their website, www.heronswoodgarden.org. Now I'd like to introduce my guest, Janet Inslee, who's the seminar and judging manager for the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival which opens this Wednesday, February 26th, and runs through Sunday, March the 1st. Janet has been a leader in gardening organizations since before I moved here in 2001, and in 2005, she was hired by the Garden Show as seminar manager, which means she books and schedules five full days of lectures and demonstrations And she also manages the judging of the show's display gardens. Welcome to Gardening with Cisco, Janet. Thank you. Thank you. I love being here. This is a tradition now for me to come down and visit with Cisco, and it's great to be with you, Nita Joe. We've had many lunches together, but this is a little different. Um, <laughs> then I, my car is out in the parking lot. It's packed to the gills with supplies and things I needed, as well as brownies for the show team, because that's vital. Um, and I'm about ready to unload, and it's a, it's a four-day, five-day process to move in uh, before the show starts on Wednesday. So I am looking forward to seeing all of you on Wednesday and in the five days over the show as you come down and enjoy 95 seminars that we've got for you this year. Well, I will be absolutely glued to the seminar room every single day. Well, There's, I hope so. There's such a great lineup. Well, I'll tell you, my tradition has always been to start with, of course, talking about Cisco seminars. So I'll do that. <laughs> Cisco last year, he and, of course, um, the woman behind the curtain, so to speak, uh, his wife, Mary, 
came up with a new thing, Garden Jeopardy. It was a real hit, and they wanted to bring it back again this year. But they've upgraded their technology. I think they've got all new questions to try to stump their panel. And their panel will be Lorene Edwards-Forkner, Sue Getz, the wonderful Marianne Benetti, the incredibly funny Greg Butler, Jim Fox, Karen Chapman, and they will be trying to stump them with Garden Jeopardy round two, the rematch. So that <laughs> is going to be Saturday at 4.30 p.m. So don't miss that. That sounds like fun. And if you've never been to the show, and even if you have been to the show, the Flower Show has a great website gardenshow.com and you go to the seminar schedule and you can click on every day and get a complete lineup of every seminar and they even have well Janet I'm sure that you've done this you have the seminars by category by category so that if you have a particular interest you can go to that category and see the seminars that will fall into that exactly so we've got nine different categories and they range from the plant lovers, different design topics, edibles, if you want to do that. We have a lot more on sustainability this year and climate change climate change, and soil science, which is fascinating. There's categories like skill building. We have many pruning topics, and pruning is both an art and a science, and those are very popular. So you just click on the category section under seminars on gardenshow.com and find what interests you, and then you can find all the seminars dedicated to that category. And remember, all the seminars are free. Once you are in the door, see the gardens, do some shopping, then come on down to the seminar room and you can live there the rest of the day and every day thereafter. All you have to do is get in the show and you have all this wonderful education for free, um, nine hours worth. That is absolutely amazing. It is it is worth every penny of the ticket cost to get exactly. in. Exactly, yes. It's great. Uh, I I did notice a lot of environmental topics this year, and I think that is really wonderful. And you have this one-of-a-kind connections between people, places, and plants. And that is so important, especially in today's world of climate change. I don't know that everybody really thinks about the impact that plants have on our life and our, our environment, the medicinal purposes for plants that the health benefits of getting out and exactly. gardening in your garden. So uh, some of the topics on that, Janet, women at work, making a living while following your plant passion. This is Jennifer Jewell, who wrote The Earth in Her Hands. And uh, it's got a lot about different women in gardening and their history and how they got into horticulture which I think is just wonderful, not to mention a lot of other topics also that fall into that. Well, I'm looking especially forward to on sa- also on Saturday, right before Cisco, so you can get a good seat and you can just stay for Cisco, uh, is a Garden 101 called Facing the Future. Our Garden 101 seminars are a little different. They're 30-minute seminars back-to-back for a total of 90 minutes with three different people who are all addressing 
kind of a broad topic, but they're each taking a, a certain segment of that topic. So Linda, Dr. Linda Chalker-Scott, who always tells it like it is and brings in the science, is going to be talking about gardening in a changing climate. Uh, Emily Murphy from California will be talking about sequestering carbon in the garden. And the wonderful uh, Richie Steffen will be launching the Great Plant Picks. Uh, that was featured in the Seattle Times just last Sunday with Richie as the cover boy. And that was great. That was I wonderful. loved that. Plants for a Better Planet. So that's just one of the many topics that we will have along that line uh, in terms of, of gardening for uh, changing climate. We'll also have Dr. J.J. Purcell back. She is a naturopath from Portland. She has a shop down there with herbs. She was hugely popular. Her When she was here about three years ago, her uh, her rooms were packed. Then she went off and had a baby or two and couldn't come back. But now she's back with a new book. And she will also be speaking on uh, Saturday, A Woman's Garden, Medicinal Plants to Support a Woman's Health. So she'll have a top talk on Friday and Saturday. And those are very wonderful. If you are interested in, in making your own herb uh, tinctures and ointments and teas and treatments um, that you can collect right from your own garden. Yes, I saw that, and there are others as well. Uh, Tony Gattoni, is Tony that how Gattoni? you say that? Tony Gattoni. Oh, I, oh, I love she that. She is just that. wonderful. Um, I will. I'll share a little story with you. I first. But we'll have to do that after we after come back because right. we're going to break. And I want to let you know also to please give us a call with your gardening questions. We're talking a lot about the flower show, but we'd like to answer your questions as well. Call eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six, eight 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 nine seven three Cairo. We'll be right back. This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends. So, we're back. I'm Meaty Joe Roundtree filling in for Cisco today, and I have my guest, Janet Inslee, who's the seminar manager for the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. And when we left to go on break, we were talking about Tony Gattoni. Absolutely. I first met Tony when she was here about four years ago. She came to talk about something that she absolutely feels is a vital topic for gardeners, and that is aging in place in your garden. In other words, how to make, how to adapt your garden and or your tools so that you can continue to garden as you love to do so as you get older. Unfortunately, that year, Tony got what I call Seahawk. She was speaking right about the same time that those 800,000 people were down in town Seattle for the Seahawk Parade when they won the Super Bowl. So taking a little bit of pity on her, I invited her back the next year. And she came back again and spoke on the same topic. And it so happened that publicists from Timber Press were in her audience, and they said, we want you to write a book about this. Oh, wow. So now she's back, and she has a book related to the topic. So she's, it's, she's a wonderful speaker, and she really, really feels the importance of this topic. I've adapted many of things that she's recommended, and it's really helped me in my own gardening. So she will be there Friday at 11 o'clock talking about You Can Garden for Life. Integrating Adaptive Gardening into Your Garden Routines. And the next day, she'll be talking on the ease and joy of growing edibles in containers. Oh, two great topics. Absolutely. So Tony's a great speaker to be sure and catch her. 
Yes, I should take some lessons from her. I have not transitioned yet to shrubs and trees. I'm still a flower girl. I still have all roses, hydrangeas, and perennials, which means that I have to take down my entire garden every year. Every year. And I've just about got it done. So I'm so proud. And plus, I have a lot of hedges, too, that have to be trimmed. So... I just love it, though. That's I a can't lot of work. Have it. I can't Absolutely. help it. Well, Tony can give you ideas. For example, one of the things I did is I found some some fairly soft foam, and I wrapped my my handles with them, and then I wrapped that the foam with some lime green duct tape, so I can always find it easily in the garden. But I find just having a softer, squishier um, handle to grip has been much easier on my hand because I'm getting what I call felcoitis in my right thumb <laughs> from all the years of my felco pruning. Oh, that's a great tip. Well, also, Janet, well, first of all, before we, I want to ask you about the Flower Show judges this year because you have such an incredible lineup. I can't wait to hear them all speak. But I want to let our listeners know that we would love to answer your gardening questions. So give us a call, 888-973-CAIRO or 888-973-5476. Now, I think that the first speaker of the judges is James Alexander Sinclair. And you were telling me that you knew about him a long time ago, which I only, I heard him speak in Victoria, Canada about, what, three years ago? A little more than that, yes. And he was one of the best speakers I have ever heard. And And that's saying a lot, because you've heard a lot of speakers. I've heard a lot of speakers. (laughs) And so I'm just thrilled that he's coming. I'm delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. James um, will be talking, he'll be kicking off the Rainier Room as our keynote speaker on Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., and he'll be talking about a life in five gardens. And the next day, I think he's going to go a little bit uh, comedic when he talks about garden design is not witchcraft. So (laughs) there's no surprises there. Our other show judge uh, from Pennsylvania is David Culp. He, He created the Brandywine Cottage. It's a celebrated garden in Pennsylvania. David's very well known with the folks there at the Philadelphia Flower Show. So he'll be talking also on Wednesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, he's talking about Brandywine Cottage, and his theory is six seasons of beauty. David David doesn't believe in just four gardening seasons. He, think, he thinks that you can actually have transitions and segues between the seasons, and he's going to be sharing how you can do that so you really don't have any downtime in your garden. And the next day on Thursday, he's going to be talking about the important topic of meadows and making meadows because meadows are such biological biodiverse habitats, and they really support pollinators and wildlife. And um, it's kind of a different way to garden, and there's a good way to do it and a probably a not good way to do it. Um, so if you're, ever in, if you're interested at all in meadows, um, this would be an excellent talk to, to go to. But last but certainly never least in the hearts <laughs> and minds of all of us Northwesterners, Dan Hinckley is The great back, Dan the Hinckley. wonderful Dan as a show judge. And... Um, I'm not quite sure what he's talking about. He was he was a little <laughs> irreverent when he sent me the email. But uh, his first talk on Wednesday will be titled 20 Places, 20 Plants. Okay, maybe more than 20. That's so Dan. So that is I mean, so that Dan, is just... absolutely. But it will be a plant talk, you know that. And it will be filled with Dan's irreverent humor all along the way. 
And on the following day, on Thursday morning, he's going we're, we're, he's going to be Googling his own brain. It's titled Googling Dan's <laughs> Brain for the Best Trees, Shrubs, and Vines for Northwest Gardens. Oh, well, that should be a good one. In fact, I have never heard Dan Hinckley give a bad <laughs> give a bad lecture. I, I like to say that Dan could actually spend an hour waxing poetic on which way the toilet paper roll should go, over or under, and everybody <laughs> would sit there and listen to every Absolutely, word. absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm Nita Jo Roundtree. I'm here with my guest, Janet Inslee. We're filling in for Cisco today, who's leading a tour to Morocco and Southern France. You must be France. having a good time. And we're here to answer your gardening questions, 888. 888- 973-5476 and we're talking about the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends, brought to you by PacificTopsoil.com and Molbax in Woodenville. Ooh la la. Here's Cisco. Except that it's Nita Joe and Janet today. I'm here with Janet Ensley, the seminar manager for the Northwest Flower and Garden Show, and we're talking about the show which opens this Wednesday at nine AM. It goes until eight eight PM. No, six PM on Sunday. Right, but Wednesday it goes to eight PM, right? Right. (laughs) I was getting to Sunday. And Sunday is the exception to the rule, and it is 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. And we have a caller on the line. Welcome to Gardening with Cisco, Dave. Thank you for waiting for us through the news. Well, thank you for having me. So I have a question about uh, uh, transplanting Daphne Adora. I've heard that's a tough plant to transplant. Is that correct? That is correct. Do you absolutely okay. have to transplant it? <laughs> it's probably going to die if you transplant it. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a yeah. uh, it's a rather Lucky. picky picky plant as it is, and uh, okay. it does not like to be messed with. So, is it gotcha. blocking something? Yeah, is it too big? What? Well, it's as you as you walk up to our house, we have a little. You know, we have our little sidewalk, and we've got these pretty large Daphne doors that are, like, right next to the sidewalk. And I kind of want to design a, you know, kind of a profile where the smaller plants are by the sidewalk, and then it kind of, you know, cascades up the taller plants in the back. But Well, that Daphne sounds like it would be like, a good idea. But, uh, yeah, except but for the... and, and these Daphne's are right by the sidewalk, and they're, like, They've been there a long time, and they're like three feet, three and a half feet high. So they're oh boy, but they're very fragrant, and they're blooming right now. And I'm not going to mess with them right now, but I just thought about it in the future. Um, yeah, if well, I you try can... to transplant, or, or, or they probably don't take well to heavy pruning either. I would think. No, they really would rather have light pruning. Uh, I tried okay. to. Uh, I was told that you could prune them very. Well, very heavily, and I tried that with my Daphne Odora, Ario Marginata, and it did not appreciate it one bit. So I can say from my experience, it really doesn't like heavy pruning. I would certainly cut off branches that are hanging over the walkway. I don't think that would hurt the plant, but to, to radically prune it all over, 
it's not going to like it. Okay. So okay. If, well, you, if you have to move it, after blooming would be the best time, which will happen March, but late next month probably. It'll be finished. And just dig as big of a root ball as you possibly can and gently move it over into the hole that you have already pre-dug so that you can just yeah. drop it right in. Okay. Have you tried moving so Daphne's? No, no not at all. And I, I have one at my front entry that's hanging way over a container, uh, a built-in container, and um, I, don't, I just don't like to touch it. It's almost ready to break into bloom, though, and this is the time that FedEx loves to come to our house <laughs> day in and day out. I'm sure that every delivery man stops and inhales deeply as they walk by that truck. Well, you're doing them a favor. So I yeah. wish I, I wish I had better news for you, Dave. Well, I kind of already knew that, but I thought I'd just check with you just in case. So, if you do want to prune it, Dave, here's what I suggest yeah. you do: you really have to go okay. to the show, the Flower Fe- Garden Fe- Northwest Flower and Garden Festival on Saturday, because on the do-it-yourself okay. stage, Christina Pfeiffer, who's one of the top horticulturalists. And educators here, she's always got a packed crowd, will be talking about flowering shrubs, pruning to maximize okay. bloom and beauty. That's a great tip. I, I know well, Christina, and she is quite an expert. I actually had her teach a class for me at my house Oh, excellent. several years ago. Yes. Yes. So it was really interesting. So if you can make it, Dave, wow. that would be great. Or maybe she'll come over and prune my Daphne for me. <laughs> well, this was to teach a class. <laughs> That's why she I came to me. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your help. I really um, appreciate it. Well, thank you for the call. You know, Nita, okay. Joe, you said something you. interesting. Your garden, you're, you're still a lover of flowers, flowers, flowers. You've got a lot of perennials, annuals, and roses and haven't yet really transitioned to trees and shrubs. But I've been doing that for 10 years. Yes. I used to have a very labor-intensive garden uh, that I landscaped for people to tour in. And now I, I, I just got over that. And, <laughs> and now I garden for wildlife. And my garden has really transitioned a great deal to trees and shrubs. It's not always that simple, though, because in order to keep these trees and shrubs from looking good, they are actually more permanent landscape plants, and it's not easy to just dig them up and chuck them out. Um, You need to know how to take care of them, and that means pruning skills. So we've got a number of great seminars just related to pruning one one seminar that is always standing room only is Barry Hoffer, who's an arborist and the owner of Maples for All Season. And he talks about pruning Japanese maples from an arborist point of view. Oh, boy, I could I, use that one. That's a good one. I don't know. My neighborhood, there's all the Japanese maples, except for the 13 of them that I have in my property. They all tend to look like flying saucers. So that's an excellent one. If you've got a Japanese maple that's getting mature and overgrown and is wild and and, and probably congested in its branching, that's a must-see seminar to go to on Wednesday at the show. Uh, we'll also have a Garden 101 on perfecting your pruning. Bess Bronsteins, who's an educator um, and ISA-certified star- arborist, will be talking about pruning ABCs for healthy trees and shrubs. Dr. Linda Chalker-Scott will be talking about what not to do when you're pruning, called the unkindest cut, pruning miss, 
And then the wonderful Christina Pfeiffer again is going to talk about how to prune the overgrown garden, which I think so many of us have. What do you do with that massive juniper that looks like it's swallowing up the entire living room windows? So that is going to be, I'm not even sure I got to get down to that. That will be Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. in the Rainier Room. So we'll have some other great pruning talks. Uh, a new speaker this year, Alan Taylor, who is founder and lead arborist for, with Conservation Tree Care, is going to also talk about the right start, structural pruning of young trees. That will be on Sunday. And that's something really critical because when you plant that tree, you need to make sure that you get rid of some of the crossing branches and the branches that are going to be problematic early on so that the tree can grow to a beautiful structure as it matures. Mm -hmm. Well, back to my flower garden. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to love flowers. We all do. Well, as a matter of fact, you've got this Join the Plant-Rama podcast, Flower Power and the Cocktail Hour. I mean, that is speaking to me. That is... Saturday, February 29th at 2 o'clock in the Hood Room. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. C.L. Fornari. C.L. Fornari and Ellen Zakos. They are actually, this this will be their third year that they will be doing a live podcast there at the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. They they change the topic every year. So people can ask ask their questions in advance and um, then... CL and Ellen, and they're both excellent, and they're both wildly funny. Um, They will be answering questions, and word of the wise, they also have some sponsors. They are sponsored by Dram and Burpee, and they will be giving away lots of stuff during that that Plant-Rama podcast. So that's definitely a must-see. Well, on their description, it says, From dawn until nightfall, flowers make us happy. Yes, Flowers make me happy. That's why I break my neck in my garden. They're also good in cocktails. Five days a year. Yeah. Well, they have um, great flowers to know and grow from foraging to farming. Present flowers for cutting, cooking, and cocktails. They've got the whole thing covered. There's all kinds of things. There's just about any topic you might want to hear at the Northwest Flower and Garden Festival. Just go to our website, gardenshow.com. You can, if you're looking for an individual speaker, just click on speakers at a glance and find the ones that are your favorites, and then you can find out exactly when they're speaking and on what topic. If you're if you're looking for all the topics on a given day, just go to the day of the week that you're able to come to the show, which I hope is all five days, because that's what you're going to want to do. So we have lots of information on the seminars. All of our handouts will be posted on our website at 9 p.m. every night. And new this year, we've got going to have a handout library where you could just simply go to the library, look at them all, and download all the handouts that you want from your own computer at home. All right. Well, you couldn't make it any easier for us. But I want to get back to the judges. I'm still so excited about the judges. We didn't really say or tell our listeners about James Alexander Sinclair. We said that he was speaking and a great speaker and that I've heard him speak. But he is an award-winning, compelling speaker, frequent broadcaster, and an elected member of the Council of Royal Horticulture Society. He has a regular column in Gardner's World magazine and has written features for the Daily Telegraph, Financial Times, The Garden, and many, many more. The list goes on and on. And he makes podcasts and short gardening videos. 
he is absolutely hilarious. So I'm probably do, doing myself an unfavor, disfavor, whatever the right word would be, by talking so much about him. Because now the seminar room, I'm going to have a it's hard time. <laughs> Early. Actually, come to think of it, he's really terrible. Don't go to his seminar <laughs> so that I can make sure and get a seat. <laughs> you know, you may wonder what the judges do because we build 20 show gardens here. They take 72 hours to build. It's going on right now as we speak. And all the 200,000 pounds of stone has come in from Maranaco's Rock Center. We've got the, the soils that has been dumped, the the floor plan has been laid out, and everybody's starting to move their things in. It all ends at noon on Tuesday. They have to step away from their gardens. They have to exit the floor. We clean things up a bit, and then the judges descend at 1 p.m. And what the three show judges do, James, along with Dan Hinckley and David Culp, is they look at all the gardens that are that are to be judged, and they... They look at a 60-point scale that we do. Those are our garden show standards. And they are each garden is rated against the standard. And where they fall, they get either a gold, silver, or bronze medal. But there's also about eight other awards that they can win. Best use of horticulture. Best use of color. There's the Fine Gardening Magazine Award. And a few others. So a lot of awards are given out at the show. Yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. But we have to go... To a break right now. You're listening to Gardening with Cisco and Nita Joe and Janet will be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Gardening with Cisco on the all new Cairo Radio Weekends. And we're back. I'm Nita Joe Roundtree, filling in for Cisco today, who's leading a tour in Morocco and southern France. And my guest is Janet Inslee, who's the seminar manager for the Northwest Flower and Garden Show, which is opening this Wednesday, February 26th, and it goes through March the 1st. The show hours are 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. until Sunday, and on Sunday, the hours are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 6 p.m. Like I said, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Show hours are until we kick you out of there. <laughs> so, Janet, we were talking about the judging and the show gardens, and we had to go to break. So, And lots of seminars, too. You know, we also have another category of our seminars, and that's design talks. Design, to me, is something that I, I get really perplexed by because I have no formal training whatsoever in garden design or horticulture or anything. It's sort of by hook or by crook, and I know lots of good people I can call. That's one benefit of this job. Design really, to me, does, does a couple of things. It, one, help, makes everything look more beautiful and go together better, but two... It solves problems, and that's where a lot of our talks uh, center on, and that's solving problems in your garden, whether you've got a small garden and you don't know what to do with it, or you've got a massive garden and you don't know how to develop it into usable spaces, or you have a desire or a dream of a garden that emulates a place that you've seen that you've traveled to, for example. And then finally, one of the last things that design is so important for 
is the color that you use in your garden. And color can be very, very perplexing to people. Absolutely. Uh, Lorene Edwards Forkner, who everybody just knows and loves, is going to be doing a seminar on Wednesday on fresh ways to see color in the garden. And Lorene writes for the Seattle Times. Absolutely. In the Pacific Northwest magazine. So you probably know the name by her articles. Absolutely. She, but what is going to be interesting about Lorene's talk is she has gotten into watercolors and painting. And so she is going to sort of blend her new love of watercolors and how she blends the colors. And then she's going to show you how you can interpret that into your garden and in using the same types of color in your garden. Uh, slow down, discover hidden hues, and enhance your approach. And learn how to design with color as well as shape and structure and the plants themselves and the foliage and the flowers, of course, for Nita Joe. I definitely have that one marked in my show guide. And another one I have marked is Rennie Reynolds, award-winning designer and lifestyle expert and co-author of Chasing Eden. I can't believe you got him here, Janet. I have heard about him for years. Oh, he has got a he has got a resume that you would not believe. He has done work for at least four past presidents as well as so many big A-list names that I can't even begin to name them. Elton John and Lady Gaga and Mick Jagger and I know. It says he, it says in his bio he got his first leg up when he was asked by Bill Blass to design his terrace garden. And then he expanded into event design when Yves St. Laurent asked him to design the introduction of his opium fragrance in the fabled event at the South Street Seaport featuring a Chinese junk with golden sails. I, I just can't wait for this lecture. And he's also in Container Wars. He's, he will be doing Container Wars on Wednesday uh, uh, versus uh, David Kolb, uh, which is one a, of the show, show judges. Judge. And what's really funny about these two is when I called uh, them up, each of them individually, they know each other because David's from Pennsylvania, Rennie's from New York. And so they're East Coasters. They know each other. So I call up Rennie and then he says, well, who am I doing it against? And I said, well, David Kolb. And he said, oh, David will win. <laughs> Absolutely, David will win. And then I call up David Culp, and he says, well, who am I against? And I said, oh, Rennie Reynolds. Oh, Rennie's got me beat. Totally. Rennie's got me beat. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how it's going to turn out. I know it will be great fun and very delightful. They are do very charismatic and talented gentlemen, and I'm excited to, to meet them both at the show. And when is the Container Wars? Container Janet? Wars is every day from 1130 to 1230. If you've never been and never watched it, it's just a hoot. It's a way to get education, entertainment, and lots of laughs, as well as lots of giveaways. It is... Um, it, the giveaways? MC, they it, have given Oh, we giveaways? have lots of giveaways. It's oh. sponsored by Corona. Hey, wow. that's a tool company, All so right. you're going to want to be in the audience. Absolutely. Um, Marianne Benetti, the wonderful Marianne Benetti, is the master of ceremonies. And basically, we give each of the contestants identical plants, identical containers, and they have roughly 30 minutes to plant three different containers. And then by audience acclamation, we choose a winner. It is all great fun. It's not really a, a competition where anybody gets down and dirty, although they do get down and dirty because most of the time they make a big mess. Well, actually, the whole show is fun. Thank you so much for being here today, Janet. We are out of time. This is Gardening with Cisco, Nita Joe Roundtree, and Janet Inslee. 
Thank you all for listening. See you at the show. Cisco will be back next week.